NapaBroadcasting.com, Napa Valley Radio, for the way we live now. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com and our continuing coverage of this year's fifth annual Napa Valley Film Festival. This year we're making a real effort to speak to as many filmmakers as possible from a variety of genres and types of films. Not just narrative features, but short features, documentaries, some very experimental efforts, a whole range of filmmakers that we're going to be talking to this year. Our guests right now are Michael and Josh Greer. They're the screenwriters, director, and producer, respectively, of Dust, a short feature that's set in an urban dystopian world outside the world's oldest city. It's my pleasure to welcome Michael and Josh Greer here. Michael, Josh, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yes, pleasure being here. Great to have you here. Josh, you're the producer. I'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about Dust, how this evolved. I understand it was originally uh, put together as, as initially as a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, uh, even a little bit before that, um, you know, Mike and I run a, a small visual effects and animation studio, and part of the reason we started the studio was to be able to do this passion project that we've, we've been thinking about for a long time. Um, and so... Yeah, we did production. Um, we shot in Japan uh, for about 10 days, and it was really a labor of love. You know, we kind of worked on the project uh, in between our commercial uh, gigs and responsibilities. Um, and then, yeah, so correct, we did a Kickstarter for post-production. So we, we wrapped the film, and um, it was nice because we had a lot to show for what we were trying to achieve, and we used that um, to raise funds on Kickstarter for uh, to finish the visual effects and a lot of the map painting and um, sound design and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, it's been a labor of love. It's been a long, long time working on it. We actually filmed in Japan uh, back in 2010, um, and it took us, you know, a while to figure out how to piece together funding for the project and um, get some time to actually work on it. Mike did, Mike and I did a lot of the work on the film, even on the post side. Um, we have a really small team here at the studio, and um, it was a whole team effort to kind of get it done. And Mike, talk a little bit about the film, about the setting for it, and, and was it always your intention to shoot this in Japan? Yeah, um, yeah. I used to live in, in Tokyo, um, so a lot of the inspiration and kind of spark to the creative direction for the film and the aesthetic came from my time living in Japan. Um, and even though it is a kind of unique fantasy setting, um, I knew that I always wanted to go back to Japan and shoot it because... The landscape, um, the atmosphere, in, in the environment there is just—it's so unique, and I felt like, you know, it would be the best way to really capture kind of the presence that I wanted to get out of the world. So it was, yeah. Once we had the idea and the script and the story, we were like, okay, how are we going to get to Japan? How are we going to actually, you know, sit there? And tell us a little about the story and the setting, either one. Yeah, of them. I mean, the, the setting is a kind of a, a blend of what I love about both fantasy um, and sci-fi, which is something that, you know, like came from my time being in, in Tokyo because when I lived in, inside Tokyo, it was kind of like I was in a, a sci-fi movie, and then when I went out to the countryside, I felt like I was in a, a fantasy environment. Um, so that's really kind of where the inspiration for the world came and the blending of the two genres. Um, but the story, you know, it's, it's relatively simple. It's really a redemption story um, about a man who's kind of lost faith in his traditional way of life and his abilities. And we get to see him reconnect with who he was um, as he goes out on this journey to solve the, the, the mystery of this new plague that's kind of um, popped up and has been devastating the countryside and is now threatening the world. This threatening of the world, it has a lot of environmental overtones. It's very contemporary in that sense. 
Yeah, it is. Um, it's kind of, you know, we wanted the world to feel real, and we wanted to relate it to things that we're dealing with in our world. Um, and that's kind of you know, a big reason that we wanted to film a lot of the, the locations um, practically, because we wanted to give it that kind of tangible, relatable um, feeling. But it does have a lot of environmental like uh, themes, and kind of, you know, these themes of balance, and how this this world that has technology uses that technology and kind of finds its place um, in the environment. There's also this sense that, that these problems can be solved and that if you kind of throw enough money at it, you can find the cure, but mm -hmm. it's not always that simple. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, the film really presents. Um, you know, as you, as you watch the film, you kind of see that this problem is pretty big, but there, there is hope for a solution. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not always the way or the path that you think. Um, and I think that's something that the film, I'm very proud of like, how the film presents that idea. Um, and it has very, you know, themes, core themes of balance. So a lot of the, the, the message is that, you know, there is a balance in between, you know, two extremes and there is a balance that can be found even in harsh and um, kind of dangerous situation, situations. Josh, talk about the notion of a short feature. This is 27 minutes long, and the decision to do it as a short feature. Yeah, I mean, I think um, going through the experience, you know, our idea of how long it should be might be different, might be changed. You know, we, we do run into that a lot. Like, you know, why did you guys produce such a long, long piece? And um, I think it did a couple things. You know, as young filmmakers, it really gave us a great experience of making a complete story. Um, and we learned a lot on the process, and I think we're definitely better in uh, both of our skill sets for it. But um, also, you know, we were creating a rich world, and we wanted to give the audience time to experience that world and engage with it, really. Um, so, you know, we just looked, took, it, took it as an approach of, you know, how can we tell the most complete story, um, you know, in a, within the constraints of our budget, um, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, our, our ability to do that was, you know, because we had a lot of people who kind of believed in the project and got, got on board with our ideas and they supported us along the way. So, you know, we had a, we had a lot of support from the team um, and made that possible and we're really proud of um, what we were able to put together, uh, even though it's a little bit out of the norm of a, a short film in terms of length. Um, but we really felt that we had a strong message to tell and we needed to make sure it had enough time to do that. And is this intended to be kind of a precursor to a longer version of this film that you want to do at some point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the impetus for it was really just to, as a proof of concept for a feature. Um, and I think, you know, going back to the length and, and the effort that we put into building the world, I think that was part of the reason that we, want, we were excited about doing that, because we could kind of prove that this uh, universe that we were creating could be viable in terms of something that, you know, it should be a longer format. So yes, you know, the, the goal now is to take this as a proof of concept, um, you know, not only showing what we can do as filmmakers, but um, as a world that we'd like to explore on, in the longer traditional format of a feature film. So um, right now we're in the process of, uh, you know, working with producers and studios to, you know, pitch our concept for the, the feature idea and kind of see if we can get it off the ground using the short as our, as our proof. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the long version, is this something you've written already? Is this something that you that will evolve out of reaction to the shorter film? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we have written um, the the longer version already, 
and you know it, it kind of combines our learnings of you know what uh, resonated the best with the short film, and also how can we uh, maintain the kind of the intimate feel that the short has on a larger scale. I mean, a lot of the um, there's a lot of visual effects in the short, but a lot of the uh, engagement and action feels very intimate, um, and we wanted to keep maintain that as we expanded the scope. And so, um, yes, yeah, larger the larger world. You know, the Irozumi is still the main character, but we're introducing a lot more in terms of um, the landscape that he's living in. So we see a lot more of the city, which is something that we, we couldn't really achieve on the budget that we had in the short. Um, and we're just, you know, opening people's eyes to the world a little bit and kind of expanding the story. And tell us about the special effects, which is what you guys have specialized in in many ways. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot in the film, um, which is a big reason why it took so long to complete. Uh, but... We made, we made a conscious effort from the beginning to do as much practically as we could. And, uh, you know, we built a lot of the sets. We shot on location. There's not there's very, very little green screen in the film. Um, so, we, so we wanted to spend the budget that we had in terms of the visual effects on things that just brought the world you know, even to, like a, to a new level. And that really comes from the creatures and the animals that inhabit the world, um, along with, you know, seeing, like, the city and some of the expensive landscapes kind of realized. Um, but yeah, the, there's about six unique creatures in the short, um, which is which is pretty cool considering that it's only 20 minutes you get exposed to a lot of um, different ranges of species from all different sizes, from microorganisms to, you know, larger mammals. Um, so that's really where we spent a lot of our resources and time in terms of the visual effects was on the, the creatures and the animals of the world. Yeah, and when we try to, you know, going back to Mike's idea that you need to feel authentic, a lot of the creatures that we developed, uh, they're all based on things that exist in our world. Um, and what we did was just try to mash up different things or enhance it a little bit. So it, it still has the ground feel, but also obviously set in a fantastical setting. And, um, you know, that's, Mike is a self-taught artist, but, you know, that the visual effects is our background. It's kind of our wheelhouse, really. And so uh, it was just really fun to... Um, you know, use our tool sets on something that we're really passionate about and, you know, seeing, seeing it all come together was a really awesome experience. Mm -hmm. yeah. And obviously the film will be screening here at the Napa Valley Film Festival. Has it been in other festivals? What kind of reaction have you gotten from the film? Yeah, we've been in quite a few festivals. Um, we have Palm Springs. Um, we were in um, Dragon Con and Film Quest. Um, so, I mean, it, it's done really well. I mean, audiences react to it um, very, very positively. I think, um, you know, being a short film, you may not expect um, that kind of experience um, in that type of format. Um, so I think a lot of people are a little bit caught off guard, guard, guard by it, but in a positive way. You know, it's, um, this is really blew my expectations out of the water. Um, so overall, the, the reaction has been very positive and very rewarding. Um, and, you know, for us as filmmakers, it's the best thing is to get it, get people to see it, you know. Um, so it's been, you know, a very rewarding experience to kind of see the reaction, things like yeah, that. Yeah, it is kind of, it is the type of film that you, when you sit down to watch it, um, especially if you're not expecting this rich and open of a world, it, is kind of, it will kind of catch you off guard. Um, but I think people appreciate that, and they see the love, and they see the passion that went into it, and it's, it's responding very well to people in the audience. Michael and Josh Greer, their film is Dust. It'll be screening at the 5th Annual Napa Valley Film Festival. Josh, Michael, I thank you so much for spending time with us.
Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Thank Thank you. you. You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com.